0: This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed, equine-facilitated learning. Because it's time for you to take back the reins. Hello and welcome back to the show. Happy New Year to everybody out there. As I'm recording this, we're just going into 2023. Crikey, where does the time go? Anyway, I wanted to talk to you today about setting up your own equine facilitated learning business. Now, this is something that's really passionate to me. This is something I'm really passionate about as when I first set up my equine facilitated learning business, I remember feeling completely out in the cold with this. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what sort of business to set up. I didn't know what I was going to do next. I didn't know how to set up a bank. All of those things that come with setting up your own business. If you've never set that type of thing up before, that's where you need some help. And I remember going out and asking my mentors for help and how could I do this or what do I need to really do about that and found a local voluntary community organisation that was able to help me in getting my business set up in the right structure. So I knew I could sort of get going, but I really had to hit the ground running. I didn't have that pleasure or I didn't have the time to be able to sit and plan it. I really had to hit the ground running, single parent, needed to bring some money in. I don't know how brave I was actually at the time. When I look back, I think, oh, my God, you know, now knowing what I know and knowing what I've learned in business, I sometimes wonder how the hell was I brave enough to do that? But I really do sometimes put myself into vulnerability to either sink or swim. So one of the things that I want to be able to do is help people out there because I felt so vulnerable setting my business up, not knowing where to start, how to begin, what I would need. I started out having a friend help me and really she didn't know anything about business either and I thought she did. And And so it's really important to me to be able to help you to set up your own equine facilitated learning business and tell you about the bumpy road I had and still have at times and what you actually do need to do to be able to get yourself up and running. Now, obviously, I can really stop you guys from having those bumpy times. I can help you cut some corners and I can help you to know exactly what the pros and cons are for different things. It's taken me eight years to get to where I am. And I think if I'd have had this sort of knowledge at the very beginning, I would have been much further on in my journey. So I'm helping you to get on a fast train of learning, be able to get yourself to this, to this point, you know, where I can say this will work, that won't work and try this, or don't try this. Or, you know, when you're talking about accountants, this is what you need to do. Because I've had such learning curves. And, you know, I look back and I'm quite fond of what I've learned because it's been such a big learning curve. And obviously I had a business before I set up this, The Way of the Horse, and I did horse embroidery. So I did things like be able to put logos on saddle pads. I put them on jackets. The jackets that we've got now, I sometimes look at and think, you know, I used to do these. I used to put the big logos on the back of coats and I had a big embroidery machine but it was such a competitive market. I didn't really look at my competitors and there was a lot of people out there and a lot of big businesses that were doing it a lot cheaper than me. So why would people buy from me? And so the passion wasn't there in in what I did and and I really knew that I should have set up the way of the horse at that point, but I wasn't bold and brave enough to be able to do it and I was hiding a little bit. So that's really one of the mistakes that I made and when I'm talking to you about this I'm going to be asking you is this the right year for you for you to set up your equine facilitated learning business in 2023 are you feeling fully committed one of the things that you've got to be is fully committed and that passion and drive has got to be there and I think that's why I knew I would be successful because I'd find the answers because I knew I was on the right path and very often in a lot of my free training I talk about being aligned and being in the right place and feeling like you're on the right track. Because if you're aligned, then everything does fall into place and you still have the ups and downs, but you you are heading in the right direction. So the universe gives you everything you need and all the learning that you need along the way. And one of the things that is really important when you're setting out on this journey is making sure you feel aligned you're 100% committed and that you're ready to be authentic and transparent in your business and you run with integrity. So integrity is really important to me. And I've had a real learning curve over the few weeks where I've worked with somebody else that doesn't use integrity in their business. And you know, it really stands out. And that's one thing that's really important to me. And I had a one-to-one with one of my clients yesterday and she said, Dina, it's so lovely to talk to you. I always feel like you're so transparent and authentic and you give me that spark to carry on. You give me that spark that I need of energy that really drives me forward. And remembering as well that when you're working with horses you really need to be authentic in your facilitation with horses and with people because otherwise it just doesn't it doesn't work does it you know and and that's the power of using horses in the work that we do you really can't be false you can't be a con man you really you know the horses would show you up and you know although that's not where i would go with my training Because I'm definitely very clear in who I am and I'm very driven and very strong minded. And it's really nice when people can really feel that authentic part of you in your business. And with the people that I'm working with to help them set up their businesses, I want them to feel safe. When we're working with the trauma-informed work that we do, our Project Pony, I want people to feel safe in their body. I don't need people to not trust me and not feel like they're in safe hands. And that's really important when you're teaching people to not only go through our programs, the Project Pony, but also when you're helping people to set up their baby, their business and something that they're really passionate about, because this is something that When we go into this type of work, we are going in it with heart. This comes from the heart. You're doing it because of the struggles that you've had and you want to show people how your horses have helped you. I remember feeling that way back in my 30s when the horses had really helped me, when my husband was really poorly and he had a kidney transplant. And it was the horses that got me through. They gave me purpose. They gave me meaning. They gave me something else to think about. And that was what was the driving force behind me wanting to set up the way of the horse. And the driving force now is for me to help people to set up their business and become successful. One of the things that people ask me most is how am I going to get clients? Where do I get them from? Who am I targeting? And we've done quite a bit of training in December to help people to find their clients, to to fill their business, because at the end of the day, this business has got to pay you a wage. If you're working in it five days a week, six days a week, seven days a week, you want it to earn you some money. So in our business series, we have created a program to help people get the fundamentals of their business right. And one of the things that I love at the minute is number five. I don't know why, but I love it. And so I've created a five stage program, a five week program to help people get themselves set up, helping them to understand that their, their naming of their business, understanding all about companies, house and the type of business that they're going to set up. And I'm giving you this knowledge that that has taken me years to learn about looking at your vision and values. I think I was in year four. Three before I even knew what a vision and value was. And I remember somebody saying to me, you know, what's your vision? What's your value? What's your mission? I haven't got a clue. And so, you know, all of these things are things that people don't know about, need to know about. And unless you've got somebody to hold your hand along the way, you're not going to learn that. You're going to come across somebody that's probably in a different business that will ask you that question. But it's still something you need. And I, I want people to be successful and I'll be asking them to try and find their client and also helping them with their marketing tips because, we know about horses. We don't actually know about marketing. We we don't know how to really put ourselves out on social media. We know how to put pictures of ourselves and our husbands out there um, and our partners and our children and, and happy things. But actually, how do you market what you're actually doing? So that's really important to know what you need to do to be able to draw your client in and where to find them. And again, this is something that I've learned probably in the last three years. And I talk about this great mentor that I used last year, and she taught me a lot, even though it was a different type of training. There was a lot that I learned from her. And I'm really an advocate now of having a mentor and a business coach because it's really important that you get those people to make you accountable, tell you where you need to go next, and also. Can make sense if you've got a busy brain like I have. My brain is always thinking and having these downloads. It it goes from one thing to another. I must be ADHD or autistic or something like that because it's working over time all the time. And the other thing as well is we went through the pandemic in our business. And I want people to be able to understand how to recession-proof their business or pandemic their their business and learning how to create. Different things in their business that will bring them an income in and help them survive. I can't tell you how many times I've sat and cried at the end of the month thinking how the hell am I going to pay the rent or I need that bill to be paid before I can pay the rent or I need to increase my overdraft before I can pay the rent. And I remember being on holiday one year and it probably is in year four of the business and having to ring up the bank while I was away. Derek had paid for the holiday. He knew I needed a break. We went for a couple of days in, five days in Lanzarote. And uh, he said, you know, I need to get you away. I need to get you a break. And while I was away, I I had to ring up the bank and ask them to increase the overdraft because I I just knew that there wasn't going to be enough money in the bank. And I wasn't paying myself more than 200 quid a week then. And so I knew that I had to increase the overdraft because I was worried about bills not coming in. And so the five-step process is, like I say, setting up your business. And step two is getting your message right. Step three is what you're going to need to be able to structure your services, to be able to get your qualifications, pricing your services well is really important. Looking at your competitors, creating your marketing materials, you know, making it really easy so that you can put your posts out there. You can have them already scheduled. Learning about how to schedule your posts. And step four is really the, the the exciting one for me because this is really getting deep into the business and. This is teaching you about your licensing, human resources as you scale your business, and you'll you'll start as your one man band initially, where it's just you and your dog, like it was me in the beginning, me and Sash. And you start out very small and all of a sudden people start hearing about you and then you need somebody else to come in because you've got children. So you need to be safeguarding yourself. Learning about those types of things is really important. If you haven't dealt with children before or you haven't run a business that needs to have a safeguarding policy. And so in my step four of, of the five step process. The core of your business and your money systems is really important. So learning about money systems, learning about staffing, payroll. God, I could talk forever about accountants. Oh, my God, what a learning curve I've had. And then step five is, you know, learning about risk assessments, all those things that we don't think about, again, in business, how important they are. What is a risk? What is a hazard? Now, I'm lucky enough that my husband works in construction and he is writing risk assessments all the time. So fortunately enough, he has written all of our risk assessments and updates them all of the time. And so he's a bit of a goo because he does work for a huge company and has written them all of his life. So I'm, I'm very lucky in that respect. I didn't have to learn about them. And then obviously coming to an end with the five-step process, we need to learn how to evaluate our work. And again, I didn't do this in the beginning. And... This is something that is really important in knowing whether it works, getting testimonials, finding out how much people have learned about what you do. And then, you know, we've got insurance as well, learning about insurance and what you need to do to ensure your business. And obviously, because you've got public coming onto your site now. All of that's great if you've got your own premises, but I do talk to many people who don't have their own premises. And I actually get quite excited about that because our premises are probably bigger than we've ever had and probably, I would say, very big for us to upkeep and the cost is phenomenal. I would at times love to go in pack to having maybe three or four acres and having a small amount of upkeep so that your poo picking doesn't take long. Your grooming your pony, making your pony nice and clean for when your clients come in doesn't take long because all of those things need to be taken into account when it comes to being in business. They're time consuming things. It's something that you need to either pay somebody to do or you need to do it yourself. And again, if it's taking you two hours to do the poo picking um, uh, and an hour to do your grooming, you've still got to earn your money for the day. So you have to think about all of those things and going back to maybe renting someone else's pony or just having a couple of acres of land go do it. Don't worry about starting out and having loads of horses because that will happen. But keep it as small as you can and your costs really low in the very beginning. If you can rent someone's horse, take it out, take it to a school and you've got your program, go and do that. I would always advocate that because it's about you getting out there, getting seen, getting heard and getting your business up and running and You don't need everything to begin with. You know, eventually I probably would like to downscale a little bit and not have as much work. We have to poop it twice a day. It takes us pretty much all day, one person all day to look after the horses, bring them in, sort the waters out. We've got 16 acres. You know, there's a lot of upkeep, really. And and if the staff aren't there doing it, then I need to do it. So if you would like more information on our business series, I would love to talk to you about it. We are going to be talking about it more in our posts. And if you would like help in getting your business up and running and you would like that hand to hold, then I'm always here. So, if you want more information on our business series, then just pop me a message over and I'll drop more information in the bottom of this podcast. You go and have a great day, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.